Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird, and uh, this show is about philanthropy, uh, positive thinking, entrepreneurship, and uh, just all good things for the human race. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in and listening today. Uh, i got a very special guest uh, for you today, and before I bring him on, uh, I want to give a big shout out to our network, Heroes Media Group. They've been doing phenomenal things uh, in the Heroes community lately, and uh, I hope you guys get a chance to check them out. Go to www.heroesmediagroup.com uh, if you're interested in hosting your own show or becoming a part of the HMG family. Uh, hit them up. Send them an email. Uh, again, the website's www.heroesmediagroup.com. Now, uh, I told you I got another special guest today. Um this gentleman here reached out, and uh, I was able to get to know him just a little bit uh, offline. And he's got a really cool program and a company that uh, that he's going to be sharing with us today that he's doing for our nation's heroes. So without further ado, uh, I'm going to bring on Bruce Beasley. Bruce, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, I appreciate you taking time to uh, come on the show and uh, talk with us today. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. So, Bruce, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, let's see where to start. My name is Bruce Beasley. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. Um, I long ago became an Eagle Scout and have lived by that credo ever since. Um, a couple of years ago, I decided to look up uh, some symptoms I was having regarding PTSD and when I did, I decided that, you know, the only way to learn about it is to help others. And by helping others, I taught myself. So one thing followed another, um, decided to start creating videos that would give people practical advice about how to deal with it every day. Now, you have a company called, and I'm assuming we're talking about your company, Life uh, for 22 Productions. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, now I... If you're listening to the show, you're already on the internet right now. Open up another browser and type in life for 22 productions, all one word, dot com. That's life for the numbers 22 productions.com. And check this out. There's some great videos up here. So, um, you know, Bruce, PTSD is it's a big thing in the veteran community. First off, thank you for your service and, and, and your contribution to the con, uh, your your country. Um, when you got started in this, I mean, what 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 prom? This is called the Decision Hour. You said you were talking about that you've had some symptoms and whatnot that you started looking up, and then and then you started doing these videos. I mean, is is that what really prompted this? Is this something that you thought about for a while before doing it? How did it all get started? Well. Um Basically, the idea that I was having symptoms at all kind of got into the back of my head. Um, hypervigilance, um, inability to sleep through the night, um, various other small things, bursts of anger that just weren't explainable over small, insignificant things. Uh, so I started looking up the symptoms. I found a group online on Facebook that uh, helped me figure out what exactly it was. And they also guided me through the idea of this is how you can progress. If you were to do more research, if you were to help others, it will teach yourself, which I found to be true. I spent 16 years as a teacher and have been able to find out um, 
quite a bit about, <clears throat> excuse me, PTSD and, and all the things that happened to me as well as to others. Uh, and it's not just limited to the veterans. It's limited to no one. Uh, anyone can get this. If you suffer a trauma, you're going through uh, something that's an unnatural state. So if you go through a natural disaster, for example, um, earthquakes, floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, all of these things can be construed as a trauma in the right sense, in the right context. Some people are predisposed to it by, you know, where they work. So a police officer, a firefighter, EMTs, uh, ER doctors and personnel, all of these people are predisposed to getting PTSD only because of what they deal with every single day. So do you think that this, the, this, for a lack of a better word, and this is not the word I want to use, but I'm going to say it anyway, for this whole PTSD, it, is it, do you feel like it's become an epidemic uh, and, and that it's been recognized through only because of the veteran community as of late? Like, as you just stated, I mean, PTSD could happen to anybody, yes, uh, especially if it's gone through a trauma, but do you feel like it's more in the public's eye now because of uh, our nation's veterans? Absolutely. Um, the veteran is expected to come back and have some kind of uh, adjustment period, but those people who cannot readjust are going through things that even they don't understand. Um, the military has an exit program for people who have been to combat, but not necessarily those who have been, you know, just in the military doing their regular jobs, whatever they might be. If they have gone through something or seen something or dealt with something and they get out and there's nobody telling them, hey, this is normal. Hey, this is what you need to you know, do to adjust. Then they're going to go through life thinking it's them instead of actually seeking help. And you couple that with the stigma of, you know, certain machismo that comes with being in the service. You know, we are the U.S. military. We're invincible. You can't touch us. But if you can't deal with what's in your own head, you're at war with yourself all the time that becomes, you know, something that people can't face. They don't have an answer for. So they need to reach out for help. They need to ask for answers. They need to find out what they can do to help themselves because if they don't, they can't help others and uh, vice versa. Bruce, let me ask you something. How hard is it to ask for help? Like I've, I've been in this situation myself. Obviously you have yourself. I mean, how hard is it? I remember how hard it was to ask for help. I mean, it, you know, it, was it hard for you to ask for help to, to get it going? And what and for those that are listening to this that, that might need to ask for help that haven't done so already, how, how do they go about doing that? What's the best well, way? If you, the, the best way is to simply start where you are. I mean, there are local resources. My website has uh, local resources for a majority of the states. I'm working on getting the rest of the states. I am asking people also to send me resources because I certainly don't have everybody up there. Um, there are national lines, suicide lines, hotlines for simple crisis talk. Uh, we just initiated a page this week on youth, and there are children who go through um, trauma and have PTSD. They don't have any idea what they're facing, let alone what adults have to do. Um, so there, there is a series of things you can do to help yourself immediately. Uh, some of those are listed on the website, and there are things you can do to ask for help when you're ready. Not everybody's ready right away. Um, I certainly didn't want to admit that, hey, you know, you might have something going on. You have to go and deal with it. I dealt with this for a long time on my own. And um, I mean, I'm 51. I didn't look to get answers until two years ago. So <laughs> wow. you do the math. 
it took a long time learning how to cope on my own. And then I realized I was coping with something I didn't know how to cope with, and, uh, essentially. And, so how do I get answers? You know, I, I like this. So I'm on the website right now. And again, folks, if you're listening to this, you're already online. Open up another browser and type in lifefor22productions.com. And whether it's yourself or maybe you know somebody that's going through some stuff and needs some help, there's some great resources. If you pick, uh, click on the uh, uh, resources tab, and they got uh, military benefits, financial assistance, PTSD uh, resources, and it's, it's broken down by state, like different um, organizations that you can reach, reach out to by state uh, right now mm-hmm. that, that you may not know of. Um, so check this out. This is a really good, uh, great directory of, of resources and stuff that you guys got going on here. Oh, thank you. We, we are growing every day. We need to have as many as possible. Um, I don't want to do anything less than help everybody that needs it. And that's a tall order for just one guy. <laughs> so I keep trying, pushing, you know, yeah, that's all I can do. No, and, 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 and you're right. This is a tough topic and it, it, reaching out is, is the biggest thing. I think one of the things that I've found is just talking about, uh, things more helped, um, and then allowed me to kind of open up more and more and more. And as I did that, I was able to help other people with it. Um, yep. You know, it's, 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 this is amazing what you're doing here. This is uh, some really good stuff. Tell us some more stuff about, you know, what, this is what you have going on right now. What, what do you see happening in the future? What's, what's next for you? Um, my whole goal was to not only figure out my own symptoms, but to create a movie that would help people around the world. Um, in experimentation on Facebook alone, I was able to do a little advertising. I found that the biggest response, believe it or not, actually comes from people who know real suffering in this world, uh, people who are overcrowded and dealing with uh, um, really nasty living conditions, to say the least, um, Bangladesh, India, uh, even some people from Morocco and Egypt. Now, I have to be careful because I don't know who's out there saying yes, no, and whatever to my request to say, hey, please like my site. But I do want to get that information out there via a film. So my original goal was to make a film with these interviews, put them all together and say, here you go, world, help figure yourselves out. Well, that turned into, you know, too big a project. Um, and people will not sit still for, you know, three hours of straight interviews about people who have, you know, all these issues. So I broke it down to uh, positive snippets, if you will, no more than seven minutes, some even no more than three minutes. And basically, these snippets are positive uh, things you can do right away to help yourself. Everything from humor to breathing techniques to um, talking to a battle buddy. Um, I have a wonderful lady on the site there named Janine Lutz. She had um, her son committed suicide due to PTSD. And uh, in part, that was due to the VA and what they had prescribed him. So if you are on opiates today... If you are taking clonopin, find a way to get off of it. Wean yourself off of it because this stuff, it causes you to have suicidal ideation. It causes you to go down the wrong path. And I can't stress this enough. Find another way. So find another way. You, get a mission and Bruce, get a battle buddy. Bruce, you're bringing up something. <laughs> you're bringing up a good point. It's like You're talking about the VA and some of the medications and stuff that's prescribed. In your experience that you've seen doing videos and, and whatnot, how often is, is that seem to be more the case where it, it, it tends to be some of the stuff that's prescribed to 
that individual? Well, you can only go case by case as the VA tries to do, but let's be realistic. When the VA uh, came across these men and women coming home from Iraq and Afghanistan, they were overwhelmed. They had no preparation for this. They did not know. They should have, but they did not know what was coming. And it was an overwhelming tide of veterans and active duty people coming back with PTSD, having seen some god-awful things that nobody should see in this lifetime. But they were over there doing their duty and doing it for our country. So, okay, it's great to be patriotic, but when you come back, if you don't take care of us, what do we do it for? You know, um, in my estimation, an opioid is not an answer. Drugs are not an answer. It can help with your symptoms as you're getting counseling, as you were talking it out. Uh, lots of people turn to alcohol. Look at the Vietnam veteran generation. Those poor people came back. They were not thanked. They were not welcomed. They were called baby killer and they were put on drugs just to get them out of the way. Between here, this point in time, and when those folks came back, many of them have died due to drugs and alcohol and any other way they could to escape. Uh, you hear of veterans all the time. There's stories in the paper all the time of veterans who commit suicide in the VA parking lots around the nation. And that's because they go into the VA and they've been on these drugs and the VA says, well, we can't give you any more. You got to get off them. Now you're addicted. Okay. What am I supposed to do? I'm sorry. We can't help you. Right. And so that's what they do. They don't know where to turn. And that's what I'm doing this for. I'm trying to give them more resources. Those resources aren't just VA oriented. They're not just government oriented. They are around the nation. They are private and they are public and you can go to any of them. The best one in my estimation is a thing called given hour. Given hour is a free hour of therapy for anybody. You can talk to them for a whole hour about anything you want. Absolutely. And that's the first step. Uh, I would I would admonish everyone to call them. They are fantastic. Now, these videos and stuff that you're doing, do you have people, are, are, you, are there certain people that reach out and say, hey, I want to do a video and, and be a part of this movement that you're, that you're you know, ultimately creating? Um, or is it something that you go, is, is that something that you reach out to? Do people reach out to you? Or do you hear of a story and then you, you contact that person? How do, how do the videos come about? Um, excellent question. My, my first instinct is to reach out to people because a lot of people with this, you know, series of issues don't even know they have PTSD. And when I call them and they have either experienced something or they have figured it out, I ask them, you know, would you like to interview about this? Because this will be something that will help future people who deal with this, who see this, who don't understand. And uh, for the most part, I've been the one reaching out to them. One or two people have come to me and said, hey, I like what you're doing. I'd like to talk to you. Um, and those people are gold because they have already come to the conclusion that this can help somebody else. So I would love to have more interviews. I can interview anyone. Um, it's better in person. I'm in, I'm in New York, but it's, uh, it's, I'm able to do it online as well. I can do it over Skype. It's just not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, again, folks, I'm, I'm talking with, uh, with Bruce Beasley. He's the founder of life for 22 productions. Uh, go ahead and open up another browser and go to life for 22 productions.com. And if, if you know somebody, uh, whether it's yourself or, you know, somebody in your family, 
uh, that whether they're a veteran or somebody that's gone through a traumatic experience and, and has PTSD or may have some symptoms of PTSD. And if you're not sure what those symptoms are, come check it out. Uh, uh, learn about the symptoms here uh, on this website, Life for 22 Productions. They have uh, learn about the symptoms, PTSD networking uh, research, uh, excuse me, resources, service dogs, uh, animals with PTSD, interviews, um, they got even stuff for kids. This is the one thing I like about uh, this uh, here and what you're doing is you have stuff for kids on here as well. And I think, I think a lot of people tend to forget about, you know, uh, and there's tips on here about, you know, people living with someone with PTSD and, and often people forget about the kids. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh yeah, absolutely. When, uh, for example, if a veteran comes home and they've just been released from the service, they've been honorably discharged. They've been with their buddies for, you know, a long, long time. They may have come through one, two, three deployments. In many cases, they come back and their readjustment period, you would think, would be quick and short and they're able to come back into society. Uh, not so much. But when that person comes back and they have PTSD on top of it, they're suffering symptoms they don't understand and they have to deal with that and the family has to deal with it as well. Um, children only know that daddy or mommy is home. Children only know the examples that are set for them. Um, they do know right from wrong after a certain age, but when they see this happening in their own parents, they don't understand. So to give them the help they need, to give them some kind of adjustment period as well, they should also speak to somebody, anybody, even if it's a, a teacher, a counselor, um, another parent, somebody they trust, uncle, aunt, whatever. Get it out of your system so you have some answers. Um, as much as the person themselves needs help, there are retreats around the country that will take a whole family for free and take them for whatever period they, they have available. Usually it's a week. Sometimes there's a weekend retreat. But if you want in-depth counseling, that person needs to, to not only reach out for help, but see if they can get help for the family as well. Um, my next page will be about those retreats. There's a few on uh, the site, but um, I need a lot more. And I, I'm looking for those actively as we speak. And if, if, if somebody's listening to this and they want to be able to contribute or help uh, and provide resources, how does somebody get a hold of you, Bruce? They can uh, reach me at lifefor22 at gmail.com. There is a link on the website. I'm also on Facebook. Contact me through message there or, um, you know, give me a shout any way they can. My name is Bruce Beasley. I'm on uh, Facebook as well. If you need to message me privately, I'm fine with that. Uh, I understand. I understand what it takes to struggle and ask for help. I understand what it takes to, to stand up to your own war. Uh, and it takes a lot. It takes a strong person to do it. But if you're willing to to reach out, I'm willing to grab your hand and pull you through it. Let's go. That's absolutely awesome. Folks, may, check this out. Open up another browser. Go to lifefor22productions.com. If you have information that you want to contribute uh, to Bruce uh, that he could put on the website as a resource, or if you yourself, or maybe you know somebody that's uh, going through some some difficulties and uh, need somebody to whether to talk to or or just get some. Uh, you're not sure where to get some help. Learn about it, get the resources, and you can get them here at lifefor22productions.com. Uh, Bruce, do you have any parting words before we let you go today? 
Well, um, you know, I would ask people to to think about their situation and uh, remember that um, the end game for a lot of people, they believe they don't have any other resort than to commit suicide. Not only am I going to say, please don't do that. We need you. But I'm going to say that suicide is a ripple effect. You're not just doing it to yourself to get rid of your pain. You are now involving your family and your loved ones and your friends. Stop. Reach out for help. Reach out for a hand. Any of those resources on that page are good. I can be a resource. Adam can be a resource. We can all find a way to get you through whatever it is you're going through. Um, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And there's a long, beautiful life out there. We can get you there. Uh, folks, you're not doing it alone. You're, you're not alone. That's, and that's the important, very important uh, message that we're, we've always tried to uh, um, portray here is that you're, you're, you're not alone. So, uh, you know, ask, ask for help or, and, and know that you're not alone. We're here for you. So uh, Bruce, we appreciate uh, your time today. And again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm speaking with Bruce Beasley from uh, Life for 22 Productions. Reach out to him. Um, go to life422productions.com. Uh, Bruce, it's been a pleasure, and uh, we we'll look forward to uh, doing some follow-up with you uh, here in the future. And, uh, again, thanks for being on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you. It was my pleasure for uh, being here, and I hope uh, we can reach as many people as possible. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Bruce Beasley of life for 22 productions.com. I got my tongue there for a second. Uh, that's life for 22 productions.com. Uh, there's a lot of things about, uh, PTSD. These are some great interviews, uh, um, and videos that he has up here. There is a ton of, uh, network resources. And if you're unsure about the symptoms, you can learn about it on this website as well. Uh, again, that's life for 22 productions.com. Folks, that's all the time I have today. But before I wrap up, again, I have to give a big thanks to Heroes Media Group, all the great uh, shows and sponsors uh, that they have going on over there. We would not be here if it wasn't for them. So make sure you go over, show them some love. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and make sure you check out their website at www.heroesmediagroup.com. Again, thanks for tuning in today. You've been listening to The Decision Hour.